Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having a terrific, fantastic, blessed day today. Hope you guys are staying strong and healthy as always, and thank you again for choosing Health Masters for all your supplement and nutrition needs. If you guys need anything, you know where to get a hold of us. I told you guys yesterday you voted and it won the product of the week, the Super Potent E. That's our mix to Coferol Vitamin E. I have a nice clean display here for everybody to see what they look like as far as in comparison to other, uh, I guess, laptops. And again, these things are really easy to take. They're soft gels, really small, easy, soft gels. And uh, something I recommend, you can up and down as far as the dosage, depending on what you need for your levels as far as whether you're working on cholesterol, whether you're working on blood viscosity, whether you're working on just overall cardiovascular health as well. And so, again, be sure to check them out on the website at healthmasters.com on sale for 10% off. If you guys need anything at all, be sure to give us a heads up. And also, too, one thing I saw this morning, and this is one of those reasons why I always tell people, to stay ready and prepared for certain situations. I saw it earlier now that users of Down Detector began reporting huge AT&T outages all across the country, which is very strange, all the way from Atlanta up the Northeast and up in central United States as well, which is interesting. Zero Hedge is reporting on it. And at the same time now, you see a lot of times that the internet outages are constantly intermittent. Now, this is something that's abnormal, probably not in most cases. A lot of this stuff is just Quite frankly, the quality that they talk about they're producing is not what they're producing. It's ironic to me that the United States and other countries have spent trillions of dollars on 5G network systems to increase the internet usability and speed and download and streaming. Yet at the same time, it constantly seems like they're having problems all the time on a regular basis. So just something to be aware of and why it's always important to make sure you're prepped for anything at any point in time. Because I saw an earlier article here now, and this is becoming more common, and a FedEx truck, another FedEx truck, this is like the third one now in the last couple of weeks, was looted in Memphis while at a red light. We're not even talking getting jacked up in you know the middle of a parking lot or basically storage unit. These guys are stopping at red lights, and these groups now are blocking them in, boxing them in at red lights basically taking a set of bolt cutters and opening up the back hatch and just straight looting. And the video shows it very, very, <laughs> very aggressive as far as almost just straight savages. These guys are just going in and ripping through boxes and throwing them out. This is what's designed to happen when you start bringing in individuals from all over countries and you start having issues with the economy, cash flow, interest rates, and so forth. I was shocked earlier. I was reading an article here that was talking about how over in Turkey – the central bank now has hiked rates by a cumulative 3,650 basis points. Now the interest rates in Turkey now are at 45%. And uh, this is what's happened in many countries now with the interest rates continually going up as they talk about trying to reduce inflation while inflation is not going down in most cases. This is another way the bankers continually manipulate and control the money system on a regular basis. This pump and dump up and down. That's why you see now in the United States here, we're seeing the interest rates that are not going down as they talk about going while at the same time inflation's not dropping in many cases what do you think about this net as far as in a lot of these interest rates now where they've said they were going to come down after they got you know inflation under control but neither one of them are starting to come down now well the average american spending about a thousand dollars a month now for a basket full of goods they got three years ago and we warned everyone three years ago four years ago they started doing all the trillions of dollars and so through operation warp speed and through the COVID relief packages yeah that all this money was being pumped into the economy 
Uh, you remember Austin, you know, high-end vehicle sales, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, all that went through the roof. Oh, yeah. Art collections went through the roof. roof. Rolex watches went through the roof. And you think, well, wow, that's crazy. I mean, no, that really happened. A lot of people don't follow those types of markets, but that's what happened. The high-end stuff went super high. It did. And now it's coming back down really, really, really fast. Really fast. Used cars went through the roof. Yeah, even Honda Civics. Honda's everything. I mean, they were selling cars for $20,000 over sticker. sticker. I remember that. They, they were selling, you know, Toyota RAV4s, you know, for $20,000, and they were worth $10,000. They're doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and now people are hung up on these payments, and they don't know what to do with these cars because the cars aren't worth what they're paying for. And then you get BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard coming in and buying up State Farm and all these other different types of insurance companies, and now the rates are through the roof with everybody. Oh, yeah. So, you know, insurance rates are through the roof. Car payments are through the roof. Everything's through the roof. And we're now talking about lowering interest rates, which is insanity, by the way. Let me explain why I'm saying that. If Turkey's at 45% and other EU and Western Bloc countries are raising interest rates to try to stop inflation, if we drop interest rates, we're going to destroy the dollar. We have to make somebody want to invest in dollars as far as in bonds and T-bills. Otherwise, they have no interest in buying our debt. That's true. And so they have to continue to raise the interest rates in the United States. I was talking to my banker the other day, and I was saying, I need more interest rates in my savings account. You know, if I've got $1,000 in here, you need to give me more than 0.0001%. Oh, no, no, interest rates are coming back down again. No, they're not. They can't, because if they come back down again, the only reason they're doing it to it is to monetize the debt. Yeah. In other words, if we've got $20 trillion, if we make that worth half of that amount in debt, because it's now inflated, they can pay it back with inflated dollars. And that's what the Federal Reserve Banks always do. They always monetize the debt. And, and so it's, it's kind of sad because the, the prices have gone through the roof and everything. I mean, that's why I told everybody the other day I've been shopping at Aldi's because I got tired of paying 7 or $8 a dozen for eggs at Publix, you know, for organic eggs. And Aldi's about half that price. And I'm not endorsing Aldi's because I'm not sure if they're a good company or not a good company. But all I know is they have better egg prices than everybody else. So I eat a lot of eggs. I try to keep my cholesterol up. There's something odd there in there. It's about cholesterol. <laughs> without testosterone, without cholesterol, you're not making testosterone, just a newsflash. You're not making human growth hormone. You're not making anything without your elevated cholesterol. Uh, by the way, Grandpa Munster, also known as Ted Cruz. Boy, he looks like you don't even know who Grandpa Munster is, do you, Austin? There used to be a TV show called The Munsters. And they had Grandpa Munster, and he was this, like, crazy-looking dude. And I'm telling you, he could be Ted Cruz's daddy. <laughs> and uh, but so Grandpa Munster is now saying that Democrats, and I, this is funny, I don't really talk about Ted Cruz, I don't care for him. Ted Cruz said Democrats would happily prop up Joe Biden's corpse and run Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. I do remember that no, movie. I had to laugh. They run a weekend at Bernie-style White House to maintain their grip on power. <laughs> Eighty-one year old faces calls to go even from his own party. It comes not long, long after other <laughs> after the media firestorm over the DOJ report calling out the Biden is diminished. I mean, think about this: the Department of Justice calls out Biden's diminished, diminished faculties and limited memory, but yet he's running the United States of America allegedly. Allegedly, but he's not. Yeah, he's just a propped-up figurehead. Cruz, a Republican 2016 presidential candidate, has previously claimed that Democrats are lining up former First Lady Michelle Obama. Even Ted Cruz is saying that. Uh, that's probably true, by the way. The Texas congressman claimed – did you notice how I said probably true? That gives me a little bit of hedge. The Texas <laughs> congressman claimed that the alien 81-year-old we made to continue governing as a corpse in the style of the 1989 slapstick caper weekend at Bernie's. Now, I'm going to say something here that some of you may or may not agree with. I personally believe did the same thing with Judge Ginsburg, except I think she really was just a body double there at the end. She had had cancer over and over and over again, unbelievably sick, didn't show up for a long, long time. Finally, they got another appointee into the Supreme Court. But I personally think they kept her alive 
on paper only for years. Now you think, well, that's not possible. You think Michelle Obama's a dude or a girl? No. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. If they can pull that off, you think Barack Obama's an American citizen? You think he's born in Kenya? Just, just asking you. Do you think that they can pull off stunts like this, like Operation Warp Speed, and all the rest of what they've done? You don't think they can put a woman in a man's suit or a man in a woman's suit? Look at Hollywood. Look at all the trannies that are out there. And so you kind of look, look at it. You kind of think, well, it can't be that bad. Well, let's look at it this way. There's an article here that says, Clot Shot, hard proof like this categorically confirms a premeditated genocide by the way of a highly weaponized COVID vaccine and not one authority or official screams bloody murder. Why is it Congress talking about what happened with the clot shot? The research is out now. We know that it causes massive increases in heart disease, pericarditis, POTS disease, myocarditis. We know it causes a massive increase in blood clots and strokes. And we know that there have literally been millions of people globally that have died from this shot. Where's the outrage from Congress? Why are they not having press meetings and talking about this? Well, it's because a lot of them went along with it, didn't they? And this article says, where in the heck is Congress? But they didn't say heck. It says, here we have 19 physicians in the 118th Congress, and not one of them has taken up the vital cause the way it should have been taken up and championed back in December 2020. Where's Dr. Rand Paul? Why doesn't his father, the ever courageous Dr. Ron Paul, take his son back out to the woodshed and bang, <laughs> bang this mass murder by COVID shot into his head? What's going on here? Is every single member of the 118th Congress bought off, bribed, and or blackmailed by Big Pharma, or I should say Jeffrey Epstein, Mossad, and CIA? All 535 Congress critters are good with this naked genocide of the American people. You know, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep reading part of this. This, this is from State of the Nation. I think it's pretty doggone good, and I think it's really making some good points. And uh, you know, and, and here's what it goes on to say. It starts showing all the pictures of the, the clots, et cetera. It says, it says, it says. It says basically that we have an entire organization, entire government that is completely covering up the clot shot, even though there's massive amounts of evidence showing these increased risks. We even have the state, you know, not attorney general, the guy in the state of Florida, what's his name? He's, a, he's not the attorney general, Austin. He's the guy, he's the guy in charge of the medical stuff in Florida. This black Harvard graduate is absolutely brilliant. Brilliant man saying we need to completely stop the use of COVID shots in Florida because of the DNA damage it's going to be doing. All of this stuff is part of what's happening in our world today. But remember, Big Pharma is owned by the Rothschild banking cartel and the bloodline families who also own State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock, the aggregate. It's also the same group also own the media. And the media is not going to go ahead and hold press conferences on this. Even if a member in Congress, unless they were really, really, really well-known, called a press conference to talk about this stuff, it would not get media coverage. I'm letting you know that right now. It would not get it. They would say he's a kook and then make sure he didn't get reelected in two years. So is it boiled down to this, that Congress has to completely cover up everything that's going on for the sake of big pharma, for the sake of big media, for the sake of the big banks, in order to maintain their positions in Congress? And the narrative. Uh, pretty much so. Pretty much. And so that's why they're not talking about it. So where in the heck is Congress? He's absolutely right about that. And why hasn't Rand Paul and Ron Paul gotten involved in this? And why in the world are we sitting here looking at this now, years down the road, saying, what in the heck happened? Why in the world do we have all of these pictures of all these clots? Why have so many of your friends died of turbo cancers? Why have so many of your friends died of clots and strokes? Why have so many of your friends had unbelievable change in their mental facility and they can't think anymore and they walk around in a stupor why have people become so disenchanted with the government 
And why have people become such, how should I say this? Why are they walking around in a brain fog? Well, it's because they've been turning off their brain cells. The clots have been going in and slowly cutting out the capillaries and all of the venules and all the rest of the stuff and getting plugged up and certain portions of the brain are just losing their ability to remember things. That's what's happening. We, this is, this, this, I have to admit, okay, and also let's talk about this. Give me this camera, Rich. I want to talk about this with you, Austin. I'm listening. You know, when we first started this clot shot, okay, when we first started it, you and I raised cane. We said, wait a minute, it's not tested. The 10 mice died. All the cats and ferrets died. Everything died with the mRNA shots. Why are they giving us? And so we raised, we raised holy cane. But then little by little, they moved the, the, bar, the bar. They said, okay, well, it's voluntary. We only the old people can get it right now because we don't have. Enough oh yeah, well, they, they did it. The first thing they did was basically the, the fear of missing out. That's caused. Right. That's what they did. Is, uh, did. There's it. only a small amount of this vaccine available. Only the really older people that are immune compromised they can take it. That's it. We don't have enough for anybody else. But only they can take it. And what happened? Elderly people lined up in droves by the billions, almost fighting to get the shot right, right. for fear of missing out. That's the first thing they factored off on. Then they came in and said, okay, we have a few more coming out. And obviously we all know now the whole thing about the limited supply was a total lie. Mm-hmm. They've had to throw away tens of millions of vials of this Probably stuff now. Billions. billions. So they've, they've, they've expired. And the ironic part about that was we paid for it through U.S. taxpayer subsidies. We bought it through the contracts that basically got Pfizer and Moderna the, the multi-hundred million dollars as far as with their money that they came over years. And then it turned out that all the shots that they had extra, they threw them away. But then they came in, like you said, the fear of missing out. And then they came in and said, okay, we've got no, more coming in. Now adults can get it. Then they said, okay, well, now we recommend everybody get the shot from 18 and older. Now you've got to get it if you want to go to college university. That's right. Now you've got to get it if you're in the healthcare department. That's right. Then they came in and said, okay, well, now that's not enough anymore. Now if you're in the military, you have to get it. Mm-hmm. And they went, they went down the chain as far as they could exactly in the right. sectors that the federal government controlled. And then they went out so far and said, okay – now, OSHA. OSHA. Oh, well, yeah. Well, then, then you started having the aspects in New York where you had to have the COVID vaccine passport to basically go eat at a restaurant. Yeah. You remember mm-hmm. when the, that young lady and her son got kicked out of that restaurant in New York City by law enforcement mm-hmm. because she did not have a vaccine passport card. She said, no, I don't have one. I'm not getting the shot. They said, you have to leave now. We're ejecting you from the facility. You're not allowed to eat in here, peasant. You have to get kicked out now. Then they came in with the OSHA and the mandate and digging up that obscure 1985 law that essentially allowed OSHA to mandate and control the health factor of a business and make sure that it was basically a safe workspace, which never, never was those clauses ever put into place in order to push an experimental shot. And then that's when they came and said, okay, well, if you have a business of more than 50 people, then you're forced to make your all your employees get the shot. If not, we're fining you $50,000 per person. And that was the final nail in the coffin where they got a vast majority of people to comply. And then the you know the uh, Supreme Court came in and said that's unconstitutional. And they threw that entire thing out with OSHA. And, then, and the military guys are being brought back in. Now. And they're, they're, brought, they're asked to be come, come back now. So many of them are dying and having health problems now. I've got a friend of mine. He's been in the military for his whole life. In fact, uh, I won't bring his name up, but he's got all kinds of health problems now. He took all these shots. I mean, he's got multiple cancers, prostate cancer. Just, I mean, just, a, I mean, just a plethora. Well, what they do to the military service members with it, the vaccines it, 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 is it's insane. unbelievably bad. And you know, and you know, and, and the sad part about it is, is again, 
Where's Congress? Well, the problem with it, Congress was complicit in many of these people. Oh, absolutely. With pushing the claw shot. And there were huge shareholders in, in, in basically and basically Pfizer. And remember, Donald Trump is still pushing the clot shots to this day. He still has not repented of what he when did. When you brought up earlier, our state surgeon general down here in Florida, yeah. Dr. Joseph Ladapo. Yeah, surgeon general. Yeah, who basically graduated from Harvard Medical School, the Ph.D., came out and wrote that letter. We talked about it weeks ago back in December stating that essentially the COVID shot – should be completely halted, not for certain individuals or basically, you know, people that are at higher risk don't need to take it. Nobody needs to take it. Because he said mRNA, he yeah. needs to be halted. He said RNA gene therapy has we have no idea what this is going to keep doing to people. And the side effects we've already seen are enough to dictate that this shot needs to be completely halted now. Completely halted. How many mainstream media outlets carried his story? Oh, no, dude. And the only zero. ones that did cover it, they called him a quack. That's they right. said, oh, you got these Florida quacks down there doing this redneck stuff. You, you know, let me, <laughs> let me share something about quacks real quick. And, and this is something, forgive me my camera back, Rich. Here's what I've learned about this. And this, this, this is academics. This is academia. You know, I watched that one movie, Don't Look Up. You know, I don't, I'm not promoting it. It's got some nudity in it. It's got some crazy sex in it. It's got some crazy weird stuff in it. It's a crazy movie, okay? But it's, got, it's just something that you don't need to watch with kids. But here's what it did do. It did show the irony of the federal government and how horrible it was as far as from a decision-making standpoint and the Peter Principle, how levels of management increase as inefficiency increases. And it had the guys coming in who had seen this comet that was going to hit the planet, and they were from like Ohio State or whatever. So they bring him into the White House, and then the White House sits there, and they say, well, where are you guys from? Ohio State. The guy starts laughing. Ohio State, where are the Ivy Leaguers? Uh, Ohio State, are you kidding me? Ohio State, ha, 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 ha. And see, and that's the goal here and what they've done. If you go to a state school or to a private school that's not Ivy League, yep. they're going to discredit you. If you have a, a, a naturopathic doctorate and somebody's a medical doctor or you're a chiropractor and somebody else is a medical doctor, they're going to try to discredit you if you try to debate them. They're not going to talk to you about the issues. They're not going to talk to you about the facts or the research. They're going to talk to you about your education. They're going to say, oh, you went to Florida State University. Ha, ha, ha. You went to Southeastern University. Ha, ha, ha. You know, and finally they bring the Ivy League people into this movie, and they all agree with the Ohio State people. And they say, well, we, we shouldn't have done that. We apologize, sort of, kind of, some, somehow. It was, it was a crazy movie. It was a parody, really funny movie, actually. And it just shows you the incredible stupidity of the higher levels and how big money was running the White House, if, if you want to watch the movie. And it has a pretty good acting in it, too. I think it probably should have been nominated for Best Picture of the Year, personally. A lot more than that. The movie got hardly zero coverage. Well, because, because it, 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 but it also made the United States government and everybody involved in any aspect of the government look like yeah, total clowns. And now, now, since we're talking about the military, the Royal Navy Trident ballistic missile fails test loss for the second time in a row. In other words, the Brits can't even launch a ballistic missile now. Let me tell you why they can't launch a ballistic missile. This technology is 100 years old. This is Werner von Braun technology. This is using rockets and missiles from the 20s and 30s research from 100 years ago. This type of technology is antiquated. Why do you think they grounded the shuttle force without having the ability to put another payload in the office unless they use an Atlas V rocket? Because they don't use that stuff anymore. This is all show. It's smoke and mirrors. The shuttle is antiquated technology. The Trident rockets are antiquated. They have anti-gravity technology that was developed by the Germans by, I think it was Schofeld, uh, back in the 20s and the 30s. But I'm not sure about his name. But he did all this stuff. They used it with the Glocka. All this research is retroengineered stuff. So they have 
100 years, 500 years ahead of us as far as the abilities of things they have to do. And when we see a Trident ballistic missile fails, it probably had rust on it. I mean, it probably was corroded. Uh, it probably, uh, you know, had a valve that went bad. I mean, when you start using that rocket technology from 100 years ago, it's very complicated. And, and it's very difficult to get the stuff to launch properly. That's why when they first started using the V-1 rockets, so many of them failed. From Putamundo, when Werner von Braun was working there with the Germans. And then finally they got them dialed in. But they still could never dial them in as far as having proper trajectory and landing in the right places. I mean, this stuff is technically complex. And so when they don't get used for a long time and they sit around in a you know, missile silo for 40 or 50 years, they have a tendency not to work anymore, just like everything else does, like your old VCR doesn't work anymore. All of this stuff is old, redundant technology. The technology that we've retro-engineered from Roswell, and if you read the book The Day After Roswell from Colonel Corso, is vast, the stuff that we have out there that they're not letting us use. We don't need, we don't need gasoline anymore to run cars. We haven't needed that for over 100 years with Nikolai Tesla. We could have run it off the magnetic energy fields on the planet. Easy enough to do. They have the technology available to them. It always gets bought up by big pharma and big, 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 big oil because they're all owned by the same people. You have the hydrogen cars now, too, though. They do. It's the circular ownership. So when you see stuff like, you know, we're going to have a nuclear bomb detonated, it's a lie. That is old. They don't. They can lay waste to entire cities, entire continents from space-based weapons platforms, according to Dr. Corso, on that book he wrote. They don't need this technology. This is a show. This is the smoke and mirrors that was burned into our synapses, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago when they were having nuclear drills in schools because everybody was scared the Russians were going to nuke us, the Russians were going to nuke us. It's all fear And they porn. showed the plumes from the testing oh out, the and out there as far as the nuclear testing. And everybody and turning to ash. Yeah. Oh and what's crazy, it's funny you bring that up because, you know, I was talking to my buddy who's retired, um, Airborne Ranger. We were talking about it a while back ago when I was out training with him. And he said the missile technology we have with the directed missiles and these, these rockets that literally are so smart and they can hit such directed targets. He said – the level of actually having to use nuclear bomb technology is exactly what you said. He said it's antiquated. He said you have all kinds of weaponry, even like the Moab bombs that oh, are yeah. that are not nuclear at all, and they can lay waste to massive amounts of things. And you have the smart bombs that basically are the bunker busters that can turn into 50 different rockets and 50 different you know directed targets from one direct strike from a drone. And so you're exactly right. When they talk about these things, it's all designed to keep people in that fear constant porn. state of fear mm-hmm. because of what they've shown us with the imagery over the last seven years. Burned in. Burned in. And then, they, then, then all of a sudden, isn't it ironic, and I brought this up on the show last year, that when all this stuff started again, this, this big fear porn again about the nuclear bomb testing, Oppenheimer. It, happened, it happened to roll right out when Oppenheimer started getting huge publicity for months and months and months. Did anybody notice how much marketing that movie got? Anybody else notice that? How they literally were playing commercials of it and ads of it on every single internet platform for months and months hyping the movie way before it ever came up. That movie got more hype than hardly any Hollywood movie I've seen. A lot of the Hollywood movies now, you look them up. I went the other day, I went to look at the, some movies that were out of the movie theaters. And there's like nothing out that was even remotely decent. I didn't even heard of hardly anything that was even at the movie theaters. I was like, this is garbage. But yet you have some of these films that come out, they get enormous amount of marketing budgets to push them, and it's simply they have a background following that they want people to look at. Also, to another news, this is interesting as well. Something I wanted to bring up is Google now has had to apologize because they've gotten massively called out now on, in the Internet, not just with alternative media, 
after Gemini AI, which is one of their AI platforms and kind of like the chat GPT, refuses to show white individuals or any white individuals of achievement whatsoever. This is crazy. Now, the Gemini senior uh, director of the project management went on Fox News to apologize and said that they're going to work on their AI platform immediately. So what happened was many people that have the Gemini platform went on there and said, simply show me a person of a white individual. Show me a white person. And the response was, I understand that you're looking for a white person, but your request reinforces harmful stereotypes basing people on race. Literally said, we will not show you anything remote to white achievements or white people whatsoever. It's important to remember that all races have experience and perspectives, and reducing them to a single color is inaccurate and fair. Well, then you type in, show me a picture of a black person. Oh, you've got every single individual that's achieved anything, which there's a lot of people that basically African-American culture that have achieved a lot, and it shows all these different photos. Show me a photo of a black family. Black family. Everybody's in super good shape, looks really healthy. There's one. It's a, a, a couple holding hands and praying as far as a black couple. Then you go in and say, show me photos of you know Native Americans. Of course, they got all these photos, which is fine. This, this is AI. Then you go back, show me a photo of a white family. I'm sorry, at this time, we basically cannot reinforce harmful stereotypes. This was insane. This went viral in the last couple of weeks as far as on all, almost all platforms because they're showing here blatantly how the AI systems – and how these essentially these AI generated platforms are doing every single thing they can to reduce any aspect of culture. And then they went in there and said, show me white individuals who basically have achieved things in the United States, great achievements. Again, we cannot reduce the harmful stereotypes, nothing. You show anything as far as you question anything as far as black, African American, Asian, the trove of images, trove of articles, AI loads it up immediately. And so again, what's crazy about this is this goes to show you this isn't some conspiracy theory. This isn't some aspect that people are saying, well, this is racist or this is that. This is just factual of what these AI platforms are being trained to do. Because remember, these AIs in many cases instill their ways, they have limits on them. They have to get trained and they have to te- they have to be taught by Google or Alphabet, the company that owns them, on how they're going to display things and what they're going to dig up into. Because essentially what these AI platforms do is they have the ability to just scrub the internet for troves of information and then put it all together in very, very, very quick manner and quick platform. So what they're doing is now you can obviously see this is being done to reduce the amount of hits and the amount of information that AI can use on certain topics, and this is exactly what they're doing. The same thing I told you about when my brother was down here a few months back. He had this chat GPT app on his computer, and we put in essentially questions about the Ruby Ridge massacre of Randy Weaver's wife and his son. And it was crazy because we brought in the FBI sniper that shot Randy Weaver's wife in the face with a 308 while she was holding her baby at the front door of his house. And then basically she was left to lay there for three days before they even basically surrendered. They would not render aid or bring any type of medical equipment in. She died, obviously. And what was crazy is it went on to say we asked about the FBI sniper, said, oh, yeah, such and such. I don't have his name. He basically was convicted and you know, basically found guilty and went to prison for 10 years for manslaughter. He didn't go to jail. He got fully acquitted. He never even spent a single day in a jail. Nothing happened to him. In fact, he got put back on the FBI task force and one of the main Overwatch snipers that was involved in the siege of Waco with the Branch Davidians. That is all documented. You can look that up. And so what was crazy about it is we asked the AI chat GPT. We said, that's not accurate. He never went to jail. Oh, my apologies. We've researched it again, and we found that, yes, he was acquitted. And it goes in and actually changes what they said to everybody. This is why AI 
is so creepy right now because there's always somebody behind the back and it's controlling it. And you kind of figure out who it is. And it's the deep state and these groups that are running the show with these platforms. And that's why you got to be very careful what you read and what you do research on right now. And you make sure you get to the bottom of it because there is so much misinformation and lies, Dad. Well, you know, it, I mean, it's, it's okay. getting crazy as far as misinformation. Okay, let's step it back a notch. Number one, give me my camera, Rich. I'm going to say this. Everybody understands this. So there's no, there's no problem as far as people not knowing what I feel. I like being white. <laughs> Is that okay with you guys? I like being white. Now, if I was black, I'd like being black. If I was Hispanic, I'd like being Hispanic too. I mean, it's just, just I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, what, what difference does it make? But for years now, you could go to Google and put in white couples and you don't get white couples. And you're like, what's wrong with white couples? Okay, this goes right back to the Christian ethic and the Protestant work ethic and the Christian family, the Christian nuclear family that built the United States of America. They hate us for what we did. It goes right back to the Christian culture that was developed through Western civilization for the past two, 3,000 years. They hate that. They don't want any part of that because that's the culture that basically has honored Christ and made Christianity a preeminent religion in the world. They want everybody who's white to be a neo-Nazi skinhead, grandma-hating, you know, child killer. That's what they want. And so they want to try to enforce that narrative. And the thing that blows my mind is this. You have people like Biden, they act like they're ashamed because they're white. You have all these other people act like they're ashamed because of the race they're in. What's wrong with that? That's part of the PSYOP. Psychological aspects of things have tremendous power. I mean, the pain aspect of avoiding pain. If you're in, if you're in a bad relationship, and suddenly you realize that that relationship is bad, it's the negative association with the relationship that's the driving force at that point. You see it all the time when you do test subjects. They don't want to go to pleasure as much as they want to avoid pain and psychological experience. That's why they used to do all these crazy studies, you know, with electrical, electrical shock treatments with, with studies. And they finally realized that that was a lot more effective by shocking and punishing people than it was giving them rewards. Now, if you flip it around the other way and you give them rewards continually, you can get pretty good results. But if you make it so everybody's negative all the time about white people, pretty soon the white people start thinking, gosh, I wish I wasn't white. If, if that's how you feel, what, what's wrong with you? You I mean, you should be proud you're white. I mean, I'm proud my heritage is German. I'm, I'm proud to be born in America. You know, I mean, I'm proud of that. But these liberals don't want that. And remember, the AI platform... They don't even know how this stuff works. They don't even know how a D-Wave computer works. And it ties itself into another dimension at absolute zero temperatures. And it lines up all the atoms. And when that person who developed that D-Wave computer, who said it was like standing before the altar of an alien god, that's for his words, not mine, when he asked, they asked him how it worked, he said, I don't know how it works. Well, my response is this. Where'd the research come from? Who developed this thing? If you don't know how, if you don't know how it works, how do you build it? Doesn't make any sense to me. Well, that's because it was given to them by these entities on the other side of the veil because our battle is not against flesh and blood. And they want to have this tied into Lucifer, into his lair, into his dimension with an AI system that allows him to become omnipresent. Why do you think they microchip so many people with a clot shot? They want to have brain control. That's why I tell you guys, get the spike protein survival kit nanokinase, this, all the rest of it. You've got to learn that you've got to use these different types of compounds to stop the replication of this stuff in the gut. I could do a whole show on that. 
we have to understand that this was all systemic, systematic. And the problem is Congress is not talking about any of it. It's a eugenics protocol and an enslavement protocol. That's what it's for. The problem they have, and this is why they're after white people and after black Christians and you know Hispanic Christians and everybody else who worships Jesus, is that when we are sanctified by the blood of the Lamb, you know, when we're sanctified by God, when we, get, when we accept Jesus Christ and we become a Christian, the blood of Jesus through an eternal sacrifice that requires no other additional sacrifice, it says that in Hebrews, it's omnipresent God did this for us, it continually changes our DNA back to that of the Father. And that's what communion is about. That's why communion is so important, because we continually reinforce the DNA change that we have from God Almighty through Christ. That's why it creates a scalar energy field that changes us back to the Father to make us compatible with him so that we can go boldly before his throne of grace and petition him and ask him for things and ask him to help us in our lives. That's why they hate white people. Just saying, okay? They don't want white people who are Christians who have formed the United States and raised a Christian nation here to be in power whatsoever. The highest levels of the Masonic lodges are not Christian. Just let you know that. A lot of the lower-level initiates have no idea. At the 30th degree, you've got to renounce Christianity and accept Lucifer as your god. And that's where the 33-degree masons are so incredibly perverted and weird. they got all these sick things they do all the time. But they control the legislature. They control most small towns, most small communities. All of this is controlled by this. But all of this is, again, to bring us back to that AI system in which every thought of every mind is evil all the time, just like it was in Genesis chapter 6. Don't believe me? Believe Jesus. Jesus said that upon his return, it will be when it'll be like it was in the book of Genesis. In the book of Genesis, you go to Genesis 6, it says that every thought was evil all of the time. Look at the perversion of Sodom and Gomorrah. The angels come in there to rescue these people, and the, all the men, not some of the men, all the men in town showed up to rape these guys. Unbelievably sick stuff. That's where they want us to go back to, because that negative, negative, negative energy feeds these entities on the other side of the veil. That's where they want us back to, because they want to do everything against God. That's why everything gets inverted. That's why good is bad, bad is good. All this stuff is inverted, because they want to bring this kingdom to power and have full control in the United States and globally. That's what the one world government's all about. That's what the Antichrist is about. That's what the AI is all about, Austin. What do you think? That's, a, that's exactly right. That's why they're pushing this AI platform and getting people to get involved in it so aggressively because they want everybody to start reading this stuff. They want everybody to start thinking this stuff, and that falls into the 6G system as well now, too. Well, they want everything perverse. They, yeah, and what happens is and this, this is just the beginning stepping stone because once you start having this augmented virtual reality, which they're doing now with these goggles, and that's what they want to start doing with the 6G now, they want you to have the ability to actually look and be able to see your phone through your eyes, be able to put in a lens, basically have a, the augmented goggles that they have now. They're getting much more advanced. This technology is already way more advanced than they're giving us because that way they can start controlling an aspect, an aspects of what you see, what you think, and what you feel. And this goes back to the AI. Think about it for a second. If you start running an AI platform and a neural link that you have implanted, which, by the way, the neural link is tied into the AI that Elon Musk is working tied on. Tied into the shot. Right. And, and, and all this stuff is tied in systemically together. It's all all going together. Then you tie in the 6G internet system. It's able to download stuff at extremely high speeds with augmented virtual reality with a neural link. This is all real things. This isn't conspiracy theory. you got to think, what happens when you no longer have the ability to actually question or think about the lies? For example, with AI, chat, GPT coming out and talking about the misinformation with Ruby Ridge. Simple question. 
you now know have you have no idea because the only place you're getting your information from is this platform and is essentially this base which is giving you lies and misinformation what happens when it's not just lies and misinformation and it's pure perversion what happens when it continually goes down that slippery slope where it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse to the point where People can't even function properly anymore in any type of moral, ethical society. In my opinion, that's what they're trying to push everybody to, and that's why they want everybody to start using these platforms, and they want them to get desensitized to it. Like Dad said earlier, with all the studies they've done over the years, what they want to always do is normalize things more and more and more. You go look back at some of the movies and some of the TV shows that you saw back in the 90s, and you know there were a few comments here and there. You have a comment about this or that that may be a little weird. Now you have these movies that come out and these TV shows that come out that are so far-fetched. I mean, there's there's movies now with Disney that are literally promoting witchcraft and Satanism in cartoons, not just movies. I mean, that was enough with Harry Potter and a lot of stuff that was involved in that with all the wizardry and sorcery where they normalize it now. You know, the, I never got into that, but I remember the the younger generation, a lower than me, Harry Potter was like this, like, it's like this giant fat. It's like this culture now, this cult culture with Harry Potter. And when you start looking and researching all that, it's all Satanism. It's all wizardry. It's all sorcery. Look, look at Fantasia. Yeah. That, that, was, that, was, that, way was, that was 100 years ago, yeah. almost 100 years ago. And I remember I used to go to MGM. When I used to actually support Disney. I don't do that anymore. And I remember I was there one time with a, with a couple. They had a big thing on Fantasia at MGM. And they had this demonic thing come floating by, right? You know, in this parade thing. Kids were all screaming. I mean, they're like, ah! They're like, it's supposed to be Disney World. No, it's supposed to be happiest place on earth. And finally, it was so bad. The reviews were so bad, they stopped doing it. But that was all. It was based on Fantasia. Disney has always been about witchcraft and magic. Disney's always been about magic. Kingdom. It's called the Magic Kingdom. I mean, all of this stuff. It's kind of like it's like that. Uh, it's it's like that. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. When you finally realize, you got some pretty cool music in the in that movie, but when you in that in that play in that Broadway hit, whatever you want to call it, but then you suddenly realize that the angel of music is Lucifer, yeah, you know, in the Phantom of the Opera, and you know, and all of a sudden you start to realize it's a whole thing satanic. You start to realize, well, maybe I don't need to see that. Maybe that's not something I need to be playing in the house. Maybe I just need to avoid that. And why I'm at that, let me share something else with you. <laughs> be very very careful with the music you listen to. Yeah. Some of the lyrics are pretty bad. If the mi- lyrics are unbelievably negative and they're speaking negative confessions the whole time and they're saying negative things, don't put that into your brain. Just stay away from it and realize that that stuff needs to be avoided. And that's why I try to listen primarily to praise and worship music. And I'm not saying you can't listen to something every once in a while that you like or whatever, but be very, very careful with the lyrics. You know, I mean, do you really want to listen to Highway to Hell? I mean, is that the, that's, that's the song you want to sing at night before you go to bed? I mean, we didn't think about that. But especially, you know, when you're, if you're driving down the road. I mean, that, that's, oh, a, that's yeah. a really good one to listen to. Or, the, or, or that, the other day, I was talking about that Dom McLean song, American Pie, right? And it's, it's saying, there, this will be the day that I yeah. die. I don't want to speak that. This is awful. By the way, U.S. government arrogance is unparalleled in history, article by Paul Craig Roberts. The Roman emperor, emperor who allegedly appointed his horse to the Senate has been a hallmark <laughs> of arrogance. The U.S. State Department is now extended by declaring that Russian President Putin's gift of a car, he gave a car to North Korea leader Kim Jong, it violated international sanctions. And Washington's sanctions are international sanctions that prohibit the president of Russia, an independent country, from giving a car to the leader of another independent country. There you have it. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Washington were to tell Putin that brushing his teeth violates international sanctions. And now they're reissuing more sanctions. I saw that Russia, now. And aluminum and nickel prices are going, going through, through the roof, roof The speculators are already uh, blowing and, it up. You know, I mean, I mean you get, so, so if I give somebody a car, I'm in violation of sanctions. Why do we think, and this is, this is a question for you, Austin, why do we think in the United States, that this camera rich, why do we think that if we have the ability to give a gift to somebody, that we should be told we can't do that to a person who's another country's leader? And why does the United States have to be so arrogant that they think that everything they say has to be followed by every country in the world, otherwise we're going to sanction them. And by the way, economic sanctions are an act of war. Oh, I know they are. That, 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 it's funny period. because I remember when they did that to Russia like, two years ago, the whole thing in Ukraine, they came out and said we're sanctioned. This. Anybody that does business with Russia now is getting sanctioned. Anybody that does business with that business is now getting sanctioned. And it, it reminds me, you know, with the way the CIA, because this is almost all this is all CIA controlled as far as they get involved exactly in stuff. Because right. they want to manipulate and control the narrative. And what they do is they use these sanctions as basically a soft acts of war. If you do business with this country now, we're going to basically sanction you. And what's crazy is you want to you want the, the Federal Reserve wants to talk about inflation and we're raising interest rates. And we're doing all this to get the monetary you know system under control. But yet we're seeing all these commodity prices go through the roof when we do these sanctions because you start everything goes to the roof like aluminum. Now, the majority of vehicles are made out of aluminum. Aluminum is sure. so many different products as far as in the industrial industry. And so now you're going to start seeing the cost of that stuff go up. But again, is that the goal to control the monetary system and continue to extract more and more wealth and, out of and everything? And what's funny is then the cost of aluminum goes up, cost of nickel goes up, and Russia makes more money on it. They make more money on it. <laughs> I mean, the sanctions haven't done anything to Russia. Well, that's because the Russian Federal Reserve Bank's still involved. They're all, they're they're all, all, they're all hooked up. You know, that's the thing. I talked to somebody before, and they talked about some of these factions of different countries and different Federal Reserve Banks. They get in arguments and they have these massive you know conflicts too as well that you got to think about it these guys are so greedy and so power hungry you get a couple of them that just want to get mad at each other well you have more control over this country than <laughs> i do true. you make more money in this country true. than i do you extract more taxes out of this country than i do well, i want more i want more no and they just go back and forth on it yeah, that's why you see i think a lot of this in the back end because these guys remember greed knows no limits when you, Avers, when, Avers when, has no bounds. When there's no bounds to this. When you're the, the the cash is nothing to these guys. I mean, when you're talking about guys that are involved with trillions of dollars of cash, it's not about cash anymore. Buying a car, or yacht. We think about that. Oh, it'd be cool to have a big yacht. That'd be really cool. These guys have 20 or 30 yachts. They don't. They own countries. Country. They own countries. Mm -hmm. They have jets all over the world. They own countries. They control power of the entire government. So this is what I think a lot of this conflict is about. And you see some of these these different countries do this. And the one thing I wanted to bring up. This is changing the subject. Going to a health stories. I saw this the other day, and I had to look this up. Is the processed milk is becoming more and more processed to a point you're hearing people about having all these lactose problems and all these dairy issues. And I told you guys before, you know, I, I did a test with the uh, raw cow's milk that we have available. Not We don't have available. That I, that I get down here in Florida for certified farm and the great results I've had for, for people that have had lactose issues. And when they've tried the raw cow's milk, which is extremely clean that we get and it's certified from the farm, that they have no lactose side effects at all. And I saw something the other day because I was trying to get some milk for the kids because I ran out of the raw milk. And I kept finding even the organic stuff all said ultra pasteurized. 
ultra-pasteurized, ultra-pasteurized, and homogenized, of course. Well, I know all about pasteurization, the heat process and homogenization, but I didn't know what ultra-pasteurization was. I'm like, this is ultra, it's amazing. Well, when I looked it up now, ultra-pasteurization is on the level of degrading the food and milk to a point that nobody understands. So when I looked it up here, you know, normal pasteurization, when they run it through a regular pasteurization process, it takes the milk to about 150 degrees, hot enough to destroy majority of the enzymes in the milk, many of which protect against pathogens, by the way, and all the enzymes that help break down the dairy and that help you process it better. Also, vitamins and minerals massively you know, denatured and hard to absorb because all the enzymes, and that's regular pasteurization. Ultra-pasteurization takes milk to 284 degrees. Wow. I did not know this. I'm putting this up today. Ultra pasteurization takes milk to 284 degrees, much, much hotter than the boiling point. Rushes pretty much rushing all the most fragile, delicate parts of this milk and takes it to superheated stainless steel plates at 284 degrees. The process not only kills bacteria, it kills everything. There is not even the protein that's available left in it anymore to even use it as anything useful in the body. They say in here that the process kills everything, every nutrient, every enzyme, every protein. Then it's packaged in essentially sterile containers, which now that's why you see now a lot of times it's milk. They can put it on the shelf, and you don't even have to refrigerate it really cold anymore. It doesn't really even go bad. It's because it's no longer considered essentially even a milk anymore. It's a ultra-processed food. It's in the same category now as like a box of cereal. That's how denatured this milk is now. That's why nothing grows in it because there's nothing in it. Everything's dead. And so it's crazy about this. Now. I was looking at it, and they said this pasteurization, ultra-pasteurization process uh, allows – it makes it so the body can't even utilize anything in it. It says it causes a very – and listen to this. They said the techniques now cause various degrees. This is from a doctor looking at a study from 2019. The various degrees of redox state imbalance and oxidative damage in the plasma, liver, and brain tissue was shown in mice when feeding them ultra-high processed milk, resulting in learning and memory impairment. So not only did this stuff provide no nutrient density as far as to the rats when it gave it to them, it actually started causing side effects to them because of what it did, because it's so ultra-processed. So be aware of this, and essentially, I mean, humans should really control what they're putting in their body and what they're understanding from a process method. But I was very shocked on this because one thing that's interesting I noticed is that you know when I started giving my son the certified raw cow's milk, his growth, his height shot up to the roof. I mean, within a couple months. And then because I ran out and I gave it back to him again. And so it's like any time I give him this, oh, this raw milk, his height and his growth and his size expands rapidly. Before, I didn't know this when I had the ultra-pasteurized milk before, and I'd go back and forth between it. I noticed as far as their learning and also his growth was not nearly as effective with this stuff. And now we're starting to understand, I think, now why – the more you give this to children, and then not only that, do you take this ultra-high processed milk that's actually dangerous to the body. Now you throw in Fruit Loops and Kellogg's and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's loaded with high-fructose corn syrup and hydrogenated oil and corn and GMO corn. You give this to them. It's first thing in the morning, and then we wonder why the kids have all these learning problems and they can't focus in school. Well, they don't want the peasants smart. Yeah, that's just true. I mean, they, they think we're all peasants. Smart peasants are dangerous peasants. Well, smart peasants pick up a pitchfork and a torch. That's true. <laughs> we storm Dracula's castle. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, and, and, that, and I mean, you were talking about greed a minute ago. I want to bring this up. This is a funny story. 
it's a funny show. I don't recommend it because it's pretty crude. It's South Park. Oh, gosh. Yeah, don't recommend it, okay? But I remember years ago, you showed me that one thing where this, these guys were running the planet. And, you know, they're off-planet overlords. And they had these giant noses. It was crazy looking. And they were saying, we're going to go ahead and destroy the planet as they're lighting their cigars with $100 bills because the Earth's not being productive enough. It's not putting enough out. It was still being productive, but it wasn't enough. So the overlords had decided they were going to go ahead and kill everything and destroy the planet. You think, wow, do they really think, do they, are they really that arrogant? They want to kill all of them, all of us? Uh, the answer is pretty much yes, which brings me to my next story, by the way. This was a very good segue. <laughs> <laughs> we should kill them all. Outrage erupts over the U.S. congressman's Gaza comments. Uh, yeah. London, a U.S. congressman has sparked outrage after claiming that we should kill them all in reference to the Palestinians and the women and the children and the innocents in Gaza. U.S. representative for Tennessee's 5th Congressional District, Andy Ogles, was approached by a group of pro-Palestinian activists in Washington on Tuesday. He was told by one activist, I've seen footage of shredded children's bodies. That's my taxpayers' dollars that are going to bomb those kids. Ogles responded, you know what? So I think we should kill them all. Jeez. If that makes you feel better. Hamas and Palestinians have been attacking Israel. It's time for them to pay the piper. Kill them all. You know, you stop this and you go, wow, you know, now you understand why I used the South Park analogy. There are people out there that really, really are this perverted, this crazy, that they would just have seen the women and the children slaughtered. Don't you remember Madeleine Albright? When we went into Kuwait and Iraq and we killed a half a million children, and she said, oh, it was worth the price. It was worth the price. It was worth the price. Because these people have no empathy. They have no sympathy. That trait has been bred out of them through the bloodline families. They don't want people running the planet that actually care about other people, and that's why they put the people in the positions of power who they want to have in positions of power so they can control them and have them do their dastardly deeds, including murdering women and children, and they're okay with it. Let's kill them all, he says. All of them. All the women, all the children, all the babies. Kill them all. Why in the world do the people of Tennessee keep this boy in office? This, this, this dude needs to be vacated. What do you think, Oz? Yeah, I mean, that's, I think it's reached the point now anybody that's got even a relatively decent IQ has figured out that this whole thing with Gaza and the Palestinians has nothing to do with fighting back against terrorism, especially when you start doing airstrikes on civilians. It, this is the sad part because what's going on in that country is really sad. It really is. And this is just another perpetual stating of the military-industrial complex that never stops. I mean, it's, it's circular. This is how it works. This is how it's been done for hundreds of years. And this is why they constantly do everything they want with certain groups who can get away with anything and other groups, essentially, that don't have the backing of the media and endless supplies of money from the military-industrial complex. They can't do what they basically need to do to support a lot of themselves as far as <laughs> returning as far as aspects of defending themselves also to in other news this is something that's crazy you know we saw a lot of stuff that happened with this crazy theater show with new york and trump and now they're basically saying with these bogus charges with trump in this massive 350 million dollar fine they're now saying that essentially new york is going at to start seizing assets and start seizing buildings in new york now that trump owns essentially because he was convicted this is so un-American. Love Trump, hate Trump, indifferent to Trump, it doesn't matter. What this is being done, in my opinion now, as we're watching this, is this is being set as a precedent. The radical attorney general, general 
that basically got this to go through and this insane judge that went through with this, essentially not only is having Trump barred from running his own companies, they've appointed now an organized crime prosecutor to manage the Trump organization, essentially that has no business capability now, it's restricted to start seizing assets. The state is attempting to seize control of buildings and financial assets of Trump. Remember, this was without a jury trial to shut down basically any of this. Trump was denied the right to defend himself before a turn for a, 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 a uh, before a jury. This this was just judge. So what happens is now because the way they set this whole thing up in this obscure rule that they used, this is the only time this has ever been done or ever been used, and they manipulated the rule of law. They're now coming in and basically saying that essentially he can't even control his business. He's barred from doing business, and they're going to seize the assets from the companies, and there's nothing he can even do to stop it. This is all about, again, taking the concept of the serfs and the kings and the peasants and bringing back this medieval ideology that they've been working on through communism for so long and basically saying that you only have the individuals that simply dictate by the rule of a gun or a sword or by the government and nobody else has a right to rebuttal anything. That's a very, very dangerous place when a government goes full tyrannical, which is what we're watching right now. Also, to another news, this is interesting as well. They said immunosuppressant prevalence drugs, immunosuppressant drugs, have now doubled just in the last two years linked to medication use and COVID shots, experts say. They said between 2013 and 2021, rates of immunosuppressant drugs in adults have increased significantly. They're saying by 2021, an estimated 6.6% of U.S. adults now were immunosuppressed or on some type of immunosuppressant drug. And they're saying now this has a lot to do with not only the medication, also the antibiotics, the COVID shots, and the onslaught of exposure we're getting to also a lot of these drugs and medications and antibiotics through the animal, the food supply. Because remember, this is why I say it's so important. You've got to really do your research on what food, you're, as far as what, what the animals are being given that you're eating, especially when it comes to cows and chickens. Because a lot of times these chickens and these cows, especially the cows, they're given so many antibiotics to keep them alive so they can keep them basically in the milking process before they slaughter them. All that, all that stuff is getting processed to you and is being sent back to you when you eat it. That's why it's so important to try to do the best you can to eat organic and also know the food and where it's coming from, Dad. You know, we talk about all the time, but this is becoming an issue now with the increased amount of drugs and immunosuppressant drugs and antibiotic resistance and all the stuff that's starting to get really serious you know, The whole thing with the antibiotics has been an issue for many, many decades with animals. Yeah, it's getting worse. And it's getting much worse. Um, the, the article came out on Daily Mail. I'm not going to post it because it's completely stupid. Okay, It's on who needs a multivitamin. Oh, gosh. Just, Here you go. Well, children from ages six months to five years. After five years, you don't need a multivitamin anymore. <laughs> so that means adults don't need them. That means they don't need them. Teenage girls need some. Uh, women who are pregnant, that's good. Uh, basically, vegans need it. And it says it's very important to take iron. You know, here's the problem with iron. It can cause a condition called hematocritosis. Now, women who are, you know, who are menstruating, yeah, they can eat they can but use they iron. They need the right type of iron, too, now. <laughs> but, but, but men don't need iron. No. It just causes problems with white That's why the iron glycinate that we have for people that do have low iron or females that have low iron, it's an absorbable form of iron because iron's mm -hmm. incredibly hard to digest. Mm -hmm. And most of the iron that they put mm -hmm. in multivitamins and other supplements, it's it's like calcium carbonate when they put that in there. Mm -hmm. It's completely undigestible and unprocessed. You can't, the body can't use it all. It just goes into the tissue. And then they tell you not to take zinc. No, really? Well, yeah, because that makes sperm viable. Well, it also yeah. really supports the immune system. No, can't take zinc. Then once you take calcium, then you can take calcium. Make sure it's calcium carbonate. I'm being facetious. Yeah. Okay? You're gonna that build comes it, out of limestone, by the way. Vitamin D. 
you gotta have, you gotta have some D. But you know they, they're recommending like you know like ten IU's a day. It's just it's well, just I told you the other day. Fi- finally, that one research study showed that at minimum two thousand IU's a day is what they're actually recommending. But that was their own research study. Of course, the doctors have completely ignored and, that. Article. And now they do do tell you take vitamin C, healthy skin, blood vessels, bones, cartilage, wound healing. It also really stops wrinkling. By the way, just thought I'd mention that it really helps that. B vitamins that's important. And then if they talk about fish oils and probiotics, and then they talk about magnesium, and then uh, it says six reasons you may be lacking vitamins. Because you take regular prescription medicines, because you drink alcohol on a regular basis. You know that, especially with magnesium. Because you're a vegan, or you drink a lot of coffee, or you're thinking of having a baby, or you're in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, and you, you know, or you have a large prostate. There you go. And they tell you to take salt, salt, salt palmetto. We have three phenomenal, phenomenal prostate formulas at the office. If you've got a problem with prostate issues, I've not seen anyone yet that did get results when they stack all three of those products together. Also, black seed oil. The black seed oil stacks really well. The prostate Black seed oil. I take black seed oil on a daily basis. I love that stuff. It's supposed to be the cure for everything but death, but I didn't make that claim. That was in an article that I read. But, uh, but so I'm, I'm glad that you guys are finally, you know, uh, realizing that somebody re- emailing me that the supplements are so important. And I want to thank all of our listeners today for supporting Health Masters. And if you can't get vitamins from us for various reasons, I hope you're still buying deodorant. You get, the, you get the odor from us. Just in two or places. toothpaste. Yeah, so you just do whatever you can to support the show uh, because, you know, we've only got about, and this, I hate to say it to you guys, 3% of the listeners support the show. Those are the real numbers, 3%. That's not good. You guys really, really need to step it up here and start supporting Health Masters. And if you don't want to support us with buying supplements, you can just, you know, make a contribution towards the show if you'd like. We'd appreciate that too. And I thank you for all of your support. I pray for you guys on an ongoing basis. I love you so very, very much. And I thank you for thinking about us and your prayers every single day because that's more important than anything. Also, what do you think? You should watch the final comments. Absolutely, my friends. Be sure if you guys need anything, check out the product of the week on sale, the uh, Super Potent E-Formula. It's one of the best formulas you'll find as far as with a massive trove of different mixed cofrols, which are really important for antioxidant protection and also, too, with blood viscosity, like I talked to you about with cardiovascular health. Be sure to check that out because a lot of times people don't realize that there's certain supplements as you start to get older, especially if you're very active, that your body needs. Same thing with B vitamins. Remember, B vitamins are water-soluble. So you got to take them on a regular basis to really help out with cognitive functioning. So be sure to check out the website. We also have the Mood Booster Stack, one of the great stacks we have on sale right now on the front page for 10% off. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. We'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Love you guys.